Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Well, hey, Sarge here. Oh, hey, Frenzy here. From the Sarge Approved Podcast up here in Minnesota. Yeah, okay. You're listening to the Showdown Podcast. And you better keep listening, don't you know? Fuckers. Mommy's going to the beauty parlor, darling. But I'm leaving you with your favorite friend, Roger. He's going to take very, very good care of you. Because if he doesn't, he's going back to the science lab. It's a comedy a little different from all the rest. Ah, I'm a pig! I'm a tomb! I'm not bad. But tell me, Eddie, is that a rabbit in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Touchstone Pictures and Steven Spielberg present a Robert Zemeckis film. We tombs may act idiotic, but we're not stupid. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Welcome to the Showdown Podcast. This is what happens when I can't find any music from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. 
Welcome to the show. I am your host, Brad Scott. I'm joined to my left here in the Miller Zoo, Corey's Aquarium. We are joined by Corey Miller. Hello. And we are joined live via the newly sponsored Bottoms Up Skype line. Bottoms Up Draft Beer Warp Speed. We are joined by Vic Miller in White-Ass, Delaware. That's me. And we're super excited. Yes. I'm super excited. Yes. Well, we all are. We finally have a real comedian on the show. Yes. <laughs> we are joined from uh, Comics Watching Comics. It is a show on Amazon Prime. It's available now, seasons one through five. It is a great show. If you are a new uh, up-and-coming comedian, it's honestly a great show to watch to get better. Um, we're joined by Kevin Goatee. Kevin, how hey are you? Uh, so I'm the first legit comic. Have you had a bunch of charlatans and, and half-assed ones before me? Is that what you're trying to tell me? That all describes me. So, yeah. yes. Yeah, I was about to say, we have one on our show every One's week. One's been carrying this show for three years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, Kevin, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I want to get right into this because I started watching this show today, and I'm hooked. And honestly, when I get home tonight, uh, after the NBA slate is over, my daughter is, I know, tucked away in bed, I'm going to binge watch seasons two through five. It's basically what you've done is you've taken a tradition in comedy clubs, whereas kind of the, because comedy clubs, for those of you who listen who aren't uh, in comedy. In the know. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing because like at as places like open mics and stuff, it's all, there's like a, a handful of guys who are legit real comedians who work the road that is their full-time job. It is going to be their career. And then you have the other group of people who like to say that they're a comedian. It is a fun thing to tell people. It is something cool about you. It is a good way to try to pick up girls in a bar. And a lot of times at the open mics, the legit full-time comics kind of congregate towards the back or in my case in my home club it's the sound booth and we basically kind of rip on the new people and kind of critique and you know give our opinions on what we're watching because you'll see just insane stuff and you have made that a show how did that come about oh my god uh first of all boys thanks for having me how did it come about it came about where kind of like kind of like what you just said when one day i was at a mic uh, fuck, three, four years ago. And we were sitting there, and it was just one of the most awful mics I've ever been to. It was just everyone went up who was just fucking awful. And I'm not trying to sound like I'm hot shit. It was just a slate of just straight garbage after another. It's like it, it was like the perfect storm of shit, literally. <laughs> and, and then so I started texting one of my friends who was there. We just started ripping on them back and forth. <laughs> And it was, and we were just laughing, like we were laughing at jokes, which is kind of funny because maybe the comics who were on stage thought that we were laughing at them or with them, but no, it was the <laughs> Well, you've noticed that. We were actually laughing at them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not laughing at It was them. terrible. Look, again, everyone, everyone fucking eats dick. I eat fucking, I, who doesn't eat shit? Um, so again, I'm not trying to sound like I'm, uh, I'm bulletproof by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but it was just that bad. And I started, started texting a friend. I said, and I thought about it. I said, you know what? This could be something, uh, but not like this where it's just shitting on people. Cause that's, first of all, it's just shitty of a, a, a person. Uh, you know, you'll never, and secondly, you'll never get anyone on the show again. So, <laughs> 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 
it can't be that. So I, uh, I said, all right, what can we do differently? Oh, Last Comic Standing, I think, is fucking boring. Because all it is is one big ass-kiss fest after another. No one on that show is real except for Norm MacDonald on that last season. You know, it was it was one big. It's a game show. Thing. What's that? It's 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 a game show more than it is like a comedian spotlight. Yeah, but there, I mean, there was no edginess. There wasn't any truth at all. It was just again, it, it was the participation trophy show. Everyone was fucking great. Like, but Norm <laughs> McDonald was the only one who goes, "Nope, this is shit, and I don't like it." And here's why. Like, that's like, all right, that's the fucking. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> So I was like, well, let's do that, but let's take it with intermediate comics. Because, look, here's the story. Not many uh, – I mean, there are so many thousands of comics here in the city. Uh, you know, so many, only so many spots per the city. So it was just like, you know, let's try and make this show better. And then, and then I added the panel portion because people fucking love panel shows, it seems like. So I threw that in there. And then uh, it just became uh, like last comic standing and at midnight had a kid. So that's uh, – sorry, not at midnight. Mystery Science Theater 3000, and boom, there's the show. And it, as as someone who literally this is this is the, it's the only job I have. Uh, it it's you could you could just your guy you guys are all for legit. You guys are all for legit comics. So that's why I feel like if to me if it it, it doesn't come yeah, across as people of, just so a lot of people would disagree with you on that. That the four of us are <laughs> legit. Maybe the maybe three of them. Maybe I'm not, but they're. <laughs> the web, the internet would vehemently disagree with you on some of those points. <laughs> I didn't disagree with a single point you guys had brought up about anybody. To be completely honest, like it, it honestly felt like I was sitting around with comics I know, watching open mics and and kind of dissecting it because you can see the ones that have the potential. You guys can even see past the jokes that don't work and see that they're good bits because you hear that all the time. If you talk to a guy at an open mic who's new who just bomb, but you see something in them, you'll say, hey, good set or whatever. And they're always like, ah, oh, are you kidding me? Do you fucking see? You know, it's like you don't need the crowd at a certain point. You can kind of see the performer for the performer. Right, exactly, exactly. And how long have you been doing stand-up? Eight years come this March. Holy shit, fuck you, man. I have been doing it six years longer than you. You are so far ahead of me. Good for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you mean I'm ahead of you? In what sense? Uh, well, you live in New York, right? I mean, I'm in Northeast Jersey. I'm, I'm a 10-minute ride into the city. I do all, I do like 90% of my stuff in the city. So I don't live there, but I'm there. That's my spot. That's where I'm in, is in the city, like 90% of the time. You're doing stand-up in New York. I'm in uh, Wichita next week. Yeah. That's that's where your light years ahead of me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, and it's, it's gonna, yeah, I'm going to sound dickish, but yeah, like, look, here's the, the, tr the straight-up truth is, like, five years. Oh, wait, hold on. Thanks for ruining my flow, dick. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Corey, you're in fucking trouble. There's two of them. I, I know. <laughs> How dare you ruin a fucking genius when he's speaking and giving pearls? You Kevin, Kevin, no, Kevin, give us, one, give kidding. us, give us one second. Vic, hit him. <laughs> Vic, I just gave it to him. That's for Corey. Oh, there you go. Nice. I love the fucking wah, wah, wah. Yeah, no, I, and that's true. Like, if, you're in a, if you're in a city like New York, I mean, I really, New York is the mecca for stand-up. I'm not going to listen to any argument about fucking Chicago or L.A. Like, yeah, they're definitely in the top two and three, but New York is where you go to be. L.A. is where you go to be seen. New York is where you go to get good. And uh, New York, will, 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 you're just surrounded by the greatest at all times. It forces you to up your game at a lot faster rate, and you learn a lot more at a faster rate. 
Oh, absolutely. I, I, I love so many of the, the guys in New York. Uh, Phil Hanley is one of my favorite comedians. Uh, right. Uh, I love Mark. I saw Mark Rigadana is going to be on Smoke Cup Seasons. I actually may have a story about Mark Rigadana. I think I may have been working with him here in Indianapolis when a table of black people attacked me and called me a racist while I was wearing a Lupe Fiasco shirt. Um, and I attack you and call you a racist all the time. So no, that's me. Yeah, that's supposed no, that's to be right. Corey. Yeah, it's yeah. Corey. I'm the one that looks like a terrorist. Um, and that scene is just amazing. I'm a. Are you? Do you? Are you familiar with someone, Abby Crutchfield? I know the name. I don't know her personally. She's been doing True TV. She started in Indianapolis. Uh, she's going to be a superstar, but she, I mean, she started in Indianapolis and she was good. She was legit, but I mean, she is a, a monster now uh, just from right. being out there in that environment. You're right. hundred percent. I mean, I go, when I go to the open mic here in Indianapolis, which I try to make it out, you know, Tuesdays when I'm home, there's no one pushing me. I'm usually one of the top three guys in the room. So there, right. There's a very easy. Oh, oh no, no, no! I'm, st I'm, st I, I kind of thought the, uh, the fact that it was Indianapolis should have put the humble <laughs> in that. Uh, but in New hey, York, you know I mean, what? I, oh, hold on! I have doing my ADD is a motherfucker. If I type a name in the Skype box and I, because I don't want to say it out loud, there's a guy in Indianapolis who's, who's like new, but he swears he's hot shit and he wants to go to the show beforehand. I want you to tell me if you know this guy. Can you guys pull up your chat box? Okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Should we maybe have Vic do it so your phone doesn't fuck up? You got it? Yeah, I got it. You know, are all you guys in uh, in Indianapolis then or no? Yeah, I, I see it. Uh, okay, should you know I, should I say it out loud? Can we say it out loud? It's up to you, but I mean, well, what do you, do you yeah, know this I, guy or no? I'm, I, I told Bob and Tom to fuck off recently, so we'll be good. Go ahead. Okay, Samson Kirkman. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> I know exactly who that is. There's your, there's your response. I will say this, man. He's, he's, he's got a good spirit. Uh oh. He, he, Hold on, is that is that like a great personality? No, okay. You know what? Here's why I don't feel bad saying this. Here's why, and I'm sure you come across this, especially now that you're doing the show. You have to be bombarded uh, by new comics all the time. Here's why I don't feel bad saying this. He's. He's got a funniness about him. Like, there is something naturally <laughs> funny about him, but he doesn't put in the work, the legit work. He's never gotten better, and it's all, it's usually just, it's very locally, local references. It's talking about probation, and it's, it's very, it's very hacky material, but he could get, he could work his way out of it and work, you know, the VFW scene around the Midwest if he wanted to. But, <laughs> These guys don't put in the actual work. They think they think that putting in the actual work is just showing up to do the six minutes once a week. And when you try to explain to them, because they'll ask me all the time, how do I get into uh, uh, the Indianapolis club is crackers? They're like, how do I get into crackers? And I'm like, well, you got to show up every single week. And whether you get on the list or not, you've got to be at the club. You've got to make your presence known. They need to know who you are. You have to be getting better as you go on stage. That usually lasts about two or three weeks. And then I don't see him for three months. And then they come back, and then they ask me the same question. So he's one of those guys. He likes the idea of being a comedian. I honestly do. Like, he makes me laugh personally, but he's not a good comic yet. <laughs> I say the yet because I'm kind of following your guys' rule. But, nah, no. The he, <laughs> he's very braggadocious about saying how good he is to me. And I'm like, all right, well, let's see when you're ready. And But he's... He talks a lot of shit, so I was just curious to see if uh, you know he's backing it up. But apparently, according to you guys, 
No, it would just be me. Yeah, it would just be me. It would be, yeah, he, uh... Wow. He's he's closer to like open micer than like MC. Brent Norris back there. That's great. <laughs> uh, are you familiar with Kevin Downey Jr.? I'm sure that Yes, I know him. I know of him and uh I mean we've met in passing, but we don't like hang out. Uh, okay. He's actually with Ricky Donna's good friends. Yeah, well he I think he's actually the one that got Ricky Donna into uh Crackers, my home club here in Indianapolis. But I do I do a very like bad, funny Kevin Downey Jr. impression, but uh, all right, let's all let's all get ready to hear it, and then boom, when he's done. All right, go. Okay, you ready? Okay. Yeah, uh, and I'm probably gonna fuck it up now because right now all of a sudden it's escaping me. But here we go. Probably. Uh, I mean, I love stand-up comedy, man. I mean, it's, it's one something I love to do. I mean, I've been doing it my whole life, and uh, it's just it's one of those things. That's it. Okay. You didn't do that at the end that he does too. Sip. That's what. That's the other part of it. Ah, oh, I got it. <laughs> I got hit with it. Ah, oh, right in the heart. I love that show, by the way. It, is, it, it would be my dream to be on that show because, I lo- first of all, I love people critiquing, and I love actually the more, to me, the more mean the criticism is, the more honesty there is to it. And, even, you know, that's where you can find the nugget to get better. Um, right. But I love how you guys, you, you, you point out, there's something you pointed out to me that, that I do, that I wanted to ask you about, about how bad Let me it guess. is. Is it the fucking mic stand? It is the mic stand. Can I tell you hey, why well, I started next that? Time you, next time you don't fucking with that mic stand, have one of your boys go up and just beat you repeatedly with that mic stand. Well, it's not <laughs> fucking with it that much. It's basically I set it to the side and I'll kind of use it sometimes to put my left hand on because my ex-girlfriend got in my head about how much I moved my hands uh, when I do my set. So that became my way to kind of... Kind of like you're doing now. Control. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so that became my way. But that got in my head today when I was watching. I was like, <laughs> God damn it. I thought I was past this. All right, so so Brad, shut up for a second. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to tell you, Kevin, I, I, I started watching, I watched the first episode while I was at work, so I was like trying to uh, not let my owner hear that I was listening to it, but I kept fucking laughing out loud, like not realizing I was doing it after it happened. So from someone who's not in the comedy field, it's a fucking funny show. So I just wanted to add that point in there, because Brad will keep going, and you only have an hour, so I'm going to cut his ass off. Yeah, I, I agree with what you said. <laughs> yeah, no, that's funny. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing too. It's like I try and pull the curtain back for all you uh, normies, or as my friend Monica calls you, muggles, which is fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> it just shows like how it's. It's like if you watch football, and if you don't know the X's and O's, you know, if you're just a, a regular person, just watch football. Like this is what we're doing. We're pulling out the X's and the O's with comedy, what we do, and again, who doesn't love ball busting? Who doesn't love panel shows and shit like that? Um, but yeah, it's just we're and we're trying to promote comedy. I mean, yeah, the ball busting is part of it, but in the end, we do pick winners and we're trying to help people get better. Uh, as like I said as well, is kind of pull the curtain back on comedy and how things progress in in a in a field where a lot of people think they can do it, a la the fucking funny guy in the office who's usually a jerk off uh, who <laughs> thinks he can do it, and then. Uh, <laughs> Harsh reality kicks in and he goes, maybe not. Stand him in front of a mic and he fucking falls apart. When I or he just, re- yeah, I knew one guy real fast. I knew one guy who thought he could do it and uh, he never did it. But he, all what he would do is he would re- he would just go to he'd watch Letterman that night and the next day like kind of recite some of Letterman's jokes in conversation. And then one night, like for like two nights in a row, I caught Letterman and he did the same jokes the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking piece of shit, you! I hack that on it. <laughs> you know, that was it. Uh, that was it. And let, so. 
before we get, we'll move, we'll move into uh, the movie uh, right after this. Well, the last question, since uh, we are short on time. Uh, what What is your opinion right now on like kind of the climate in comedy where we're shifting towards, I feel like there's too many people having to apologize. Uh, yeah, this is comedy. bad. This, this is fucking horrible. It's not bad. It's fucking horrible. Uh, you should not. Uh, dumb people are, because of the internet, dumb people are allowed to have opinions now. And that they actually and think that they actually matter. They don't. Um, if you don't like something, that's fine. You're obviously allowed to have your opinion, but to uh, spout off and say well, you can't say this bullshit. I can say what I want to say. I'm being paid to say what I want to say. Sometimes I'm paid. Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's just like no, we're the comedians are the last bastion of people who are allowed to say what the fuck they. But what people who can't say at the office around the water cooler want to say. And for people to try and take that away is bullshit. Uh, this whole wave of you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't say that. No, 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 no. That's it. Now, and any club who believes in that is, is is a pussy club, and that's horrible if you do that. That my 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 opinion is, I think a large part of kind of the backlash our business gets is due to ignorance because people don't understand. Comedy's like going to see a movie. You don't go to see a movie without watching the trailer first to see what you're going to watch. People don't do that. Almost every comedy club in America has a website that has bios, videos, and gives you an idea as to what the act you're going to see is. Uh, I was working a few years ago with a guy named Daniel Sloss. He's from uh, Europe. He does Conan all the time. He's brilliant. He's really funny, but he does some edgier stuff. He's a bit about uh, comparing uh, the reaction uh, parents see on their children's faces when they thank Santa Claus on Christmas morning, comparing that to the doctor when you thank God for curing you of cancer. It's a great fucking bit. And we had people that left and were angry. And that's not they because they did not do any research before going to the show. Do you think if there was more of an awareness of that, we could stop some of it? Because I feel like that's what happens is people just go to a comedy club and it's like they expect, oh, well, whoever's going to be on stage is obviously going to, you know, hit my sensibilities and entertain me personally. No, I, I well, some of it I agree with, but here's why I don't. Because here in New York, they have street teams selling tickets to commute to, to tourists all the time. So you're gonna get people. Oh, there is a kid. What's wrong, kiddo? What's hold on? I, I, what's up? Oh, we're not gonna watch. This is in Arabic. But you're not gonna understand this. What you, she has. She She's two and a half. She pulls up YouTube like a champion. It's hilarious. <laughs> You want to watch, kiddo? You want to see something else? What do you want to see? Did she like uh, watching the videos of people playing with toys? My daughter was oh obsessed with Oh, my God, with those. yeah. I love that. Here you go. Here you go. There you go, kiddo. There you go. Hey, children's needs some toys. You like that. Or the monkeys, too. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, she watches all this stuff. It's hilarious. Okay. Where was I? Yeah, street teams. So you're getting these tourists who don't know they're, you know, oh, we're in New York. New York comedy's so great. Let's just go and we'll have ourselves a good time. And then they do, and then something happens where they, they may they may be from like a anal town, like the Midwest or whatever, and then uh, or wherever <laughs> south, and they go, uh oh, someone says cunt on stage, and their fucking ears perk up, or someone makes an abortion joke, and it's game over, you know. Uh, but a lot of people say, you know, let's just go to the comedy club. I don't think a lot of people do their due diligence. I mean, the hardcore fans obviously do. Like, you know, I'm a huge David Tell fan. And I'll try and find out whatever he's in this, you know, whatever he's at uh, the cellar. Uh oh, what was that? Oh, uh, whenever he's at the cellar, then I'll try and make sure I'm there. Or he's when he does his week long show at Caroline's, he's doing time for an hour and a half. I'll do that. But I think a lot of people just show up willy nilly or they buy Groupons. There's a ton of comedy clubs that do Groupons. 
Oh, let's get a group on. Oh, we'll go Friday. You know, what the hell? And then boom, they don't know what they're saying. They could end up, they think that uh, someone like Gaffigan's going to show up, but then they get like Nick DiPaolo, who's, you know, super, uh, you know, on edge, who's super edgy, you know? So it's, I, I don't think that people do their due diligence. Most people don't do their due diligence when it comes to. I, I don't to think they know to. No, did did right. you, did you hear about the latest the latest thing the with Tom Segura thing? Yeah, no, it's it's insane. I I posted a thing no, about it. No, I did it. not. Uh, so Tom Segura in his newest special, Disgraceful, uh, has a joke where we should uh, stop saying it's uh, retarded and start referring to it as twenty uh, first chromosome, right? Something like that. Yeah. Something along those lines. And a oh god, I'm so embarrassed to say this. A woman from Indiana, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, uh, is now uh, trying to way, get. I, net- I, by the way, I, I was actually born in your dumb state. My parents just had a good common sense to move the fuck out when I was three. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got luckier than I did because you were born in Indiana, got to New York. I was born in Honolulu, Hawaii, and have been stuck in fucking Indiana. <laughs> now, now that is retarded. <laughs> yes, yes, that is the twenty-first chromosome. Uh, but she's wanting Netflix to pull the special. She's demanding an apology from Tom Segura. And my the thing that bothered me the most about it is the word she kept using was she was attacked. She was attacked. You, I broke, yeah, you yeah, can be attacked by a shark. You cannot <laughs> be attacked by a streaming service. You can get yeah. one star and you can never watch it again. And that's what I was. That was kind of the whole reason I brought that up. Is yeah, just it feels like people are going out of their way to find reasons to be offended, and everybody wants the apology. And it also feels like maybe she has some other things going on. Like she has a hidden agenda she's trying to push mm-hmm. for some fifteen minutes of fame for some. Uh, some groups or whatnot, but uh, all right, we're ready to talk. Let's do it, Roger Rabbit. Yes, weird okay. segue, but that's where we're that doing. is that is the uh, yeah from <laughs> from uh, it's a movie about a retarded ass rabbit, <laughs> and uh, we like to play a little game here uh, on the showdown with uh, one of our hosts, Corey. Mm-hmm. It is called uh, it's actually the most popular segment we have. It is brought to you by Creative Marketing. Creative Marketing, that's creative with a K. Check out Creative Marketing for all your sign, t-shirts, and website needs. It's time for Bankroll or Bust. Then on this week's Bankroll and Bust, it's Corey, our uh, less than... um, Stellar. Yeah, stellar guest host that always fails, but we're going to see if he can do this. Corey, I'm going to give you a break this week. I'm going to give you a hint and remind you that this movie was distributed by Buena Vista Pictures Distribution on a budget of $6 million. (laughs) What what was that title? What was the box office tape? $50.6 million was the production budget. Mm. What was the box office take? I have an idea. All right, Corey, go, let Corey go first because he'll be wrong. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 150. All right, Kevin, your guess? Roger Rabbit was a hit back in 1988. At first, I saw the preview. I go, this looks like shit. Then I waited for VHS. Yeah, I'm that old. And it actually destroyed. Is this So this is a number in 1988 or according to today's standards? Uh, this would have been the box office take uh, at the time. At the time, I... No adjustment uh, for inflation. No, I know. I got you. Actually, I do a game on my podcast. We do something like this, too. Oh, someone wants a cookie. I'm going to say 1988. What was big that year? I think that was one of the biggest things that summer. Uh, I'm going to say 171. All right. So, and now there gentlemen. will be a $5 million leeway for both of you one way or the other. So Corey was 150. 150. And Kevin, you were 171. 171. 
Vic? Yeah. And Kevin, as our first guest host to do this show, um, I am sad to say... <sighs> you both failed. The box office take for this movie was $329.8 million. Wow. Oh, hold on, hold on. Did you, did, you, did you say domestic or worldwide? It's the box office take overall. It's just the overall uh, box office. Motherfucker. I, <laughs> I told you. Uh, I, 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 I bought the complete box office take for the movie. We should oh, have that's told you. We should have told you, Kevin. This was a game what you was could never win. Pull the domestic. Vic, do you have the domestic number? I do not, but I will find it for you. Continue speaking, yeah, gentlemen. We should have, we should have warned you to stay far away from whatever guess I had. Because <laughs> I'm never close to being 300 right. million worldwide. How was there not... Uh, who else framed Roger Rabbit? Or how, how was well, there I think never you could only frame him once, couldn't you? Nah, talk to OJ about that. <laughs> <laughs> you could go multiple. Well, hell, they they, were, they had a, a script for ET too, but thank God they shelved it. If you read, if you read, if you read the the script, uh, hold, give me two seconds. Let me get her a cookie. Hold sure. on. Oh, absolutely. All right, we got a cookie in my. Here we go. I love bribery. It works great. <laughs> right, what's the what's the domestic box? Okay, office? the domestic box office take for this movie was one hundred and fifty four million one hundred and twelve thousand dollars. Wow. Which means Corey would have been right on the domestic only. <laughs> he would have. But this is yeah. a game too bad you we cannot do it win. for the overall box office take. This is a game uh, you cannot win, Corey. That is that is Tom Foolery at its finest. No, that Kevin. To be fair, if you would have guessed three hundred and something, we would have said, "No, we just do domestic." So <laughs> it is a game you cannot I believe win. It too. I completely believe it. Um, so let's talk right around. Let's go ahead and get it out of the way. What yep. did everybody think? Does this movie hold up? We will start with our guest, Kevin. Does this movie hold up years later? I recently watched this film a few months ago. So when you reached out to me, go, "Oh, perfect! I don't have to watch it again." I do like this film. It does hold up. And I will say this. I'm a movie fucking snob. In fact, I do a, a podcast uh, called the Sportsbook Box Office Podcast. We talk about, you better believe it, sports and movies. Uh, this film has the dubious honor. Uh, one out of the two films has this dubious honor of getting a, – there's two scenes in these two films. Both of them are actually fucking Spielberg films where I am I get so – visibly shaken up it drives me nuts the first film is et when those flowers die i start fucking tearing up like a bitch it's <laughs> he goes home forget it i, I, I saw the movie three, three times in the theater and i cry like a fucking girl and i still can't watch it without, it's, it tears me up and i hear that if i hear the music i go oh god the second one is roger rabbit when the judge kills that little that shoe, shoe? Yeah. yes Unnecessary. What a <laughs> whimpering shoe that was just nuzzling up to him because yeah, he loved him and he fucking kills my like, what a piece of shit. Like <laughs> if I read Crystal Lloyd, I'm like, dude, I love Back to the Future, and then I punch him in the face, go, that's for killing the shoe. <laughs> <Right>. Fucking jerk <laughs> off. Squeaky shoe. Yeah, I, I get so I'm like, oh, I get so sad when he kills that shoe. I almost have to look away. I'm like, oh, that's that's so fucking oh, I get 
the I, worst part is he doesn't do it fast. It like no. he puts its mouth in the thing yeah. and you can hear it whimpering. It's like but its mouth is melted. So the poor fucking thing. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, it's so, so gut wrenching. So horrible. I, Vic I, is gonna recount. I can watch it. people get dismembered. I can watch Schindler's List where the Jews go in the house. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Like, yeah, that sucks. Okay, all right. <laughs> that fucking shoe though. Uh-huh. Yeah, the shoe. The shoe. Yeah, the shoe. Bring me to have Peppa Pig. You're watching the other room. The shoe gets me every goddamn. I get so mad. I'm like, fuck. You know. You know. I've got an idea. You know, we talk about sometimes on the show about having shirts made up. I've got one. Like, you put the shoe on it and it says "Rest in Peace," and then it's got some years. Like the, the year that he died is the year the movie came out. You want to yeah, recreate that? Why don't we also just put missing children's pictures on a shirt and try to sell those? <laughs> Vic, did it hold up for you? Um, I watched this movie. I actually watched it again today. And as a matter of fact, it just ended as we were having our little fight with fucking Skype. Uh-huh. Um, and I can tell you right now that I, I hadn't seen it in years, like literally years, but literally the please Eddie, uh, you know, the, uh, the shave and a haircut thing, like all of that stuff is always something that I remember. Like, I don't right. even have to really watch the movie to remember and hear those scenes in my head. This movie definitely holds up for me in, in every possible way. And that fucking scene with the, with the shoe, I agree with you completely, Kevin. It is like almost heart wrenching that I have that much emotion for a, an, an, like a not real object. But yeah, it's, it definitely holds up. Were there any definitely. black people in this movie? Of course not. Yeah. The weasels. Oh yeah. So you know, yeah. Didn't, didn't they also work at a jazz nightclub? Right. <laughs> Boy, did, how about Benny, Benny the Cab? He might have been black. That's true. That's true. He, but he had white wall tires. So <laughs> uh, we're really getting down that path. Aren't we? <laughs> I'm a black man with a white voice, so you know it happens. I mean, yeah, we have to remind to people he's Mike, black. You guys come to the land of Mike Pence, so I'm not expecting much. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. We're okay with the blacks. Hold it's on. the gays we don't the like. East Coast. I'm a fucking transplant to Indiana. You can't lump me in that shit. Yeah. Where, you, where are you from the East Coast? Um, I was born in Jamaica, Queens, New York. Oh, I'm sorry. Raised, raised in Philadelphia. Oh, Ended up in Indiana, and now I'm in fucking white-ass Dover, Delaware. <laughs> you picked like it's like the three out of the four white trash capitals united States. <laughs> <laughs> look i go where the money is man that's just how it works <laughs> right Corey? right i i yes this still holds up for me i hadn't seen this movie f- for a long time and finally right. and then i watched it when i watched it this morning i was like this still holds up for sure you I absolutely yeah. I loved this movie as a kid. I was uh, it came out eighty eight, right? So yeah. I was six yeah. when it came out. So I had a little Roger Rabbit stuffed rabbit. I had the little toys. I believe they were from like McDonald's or something of like all the weasels and then the Roger Rabbit characters. I had the little Roger Rabbit thing that went on the car window. Uh, I absolutely was obsessed with this movie with the kid, and I liked it more as an adult because I got more of the movie. Right. So it absolutely holds up. That makes it unanimous. Now let's not dwell on dying shoes. Uh, we know it, Vic, Vic wouldn't have been able to get through the rest of the movie if those would have been some J's <laughs> that he murdered. Uh, yeah, I would have, I would have just I would have fucking thrown something at the TV. What were some of your other highlights? You know how much that fucking shoes were? I because I noticed as watching it as an adult, like because I remember as a kid, I would at times get bored when it was like too many humans. Yeah. 
on the yeah. screen. Uh, but as an adult, became you know, like I relate to the to Eddie. Yeah, you know, like that's that's a lot of comics. R.I.P. Bob Hoskins. R.I.P. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody else that could have played this character. I disagree. Well, I mean, Bob Hoskins. Who the fuck is he? He's in, I mean, he's done stuff, but it's just like, come on, you could have plugged in a bunch of no name B act B guys, even C guys. I mean, Bob. What did Bob Hoskins? Come on, what else is Bob Hoskins known for? He so. has he has the greatest interview answer in history, which is somebody asked him, uh, "What is your uh, what is your biggest regret as an actor?" What is the movie you're most disappointed in? And what is the one movie you wish you could go back and never do? And his answer was Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I think, no, I think, you know, anybody else playing, I think. No, he, no, I'm glad he called you on that bullshit. No, I think. Absolutely a thousand people could have played that part. No, I think he was perfect for the role. I think it was great. Go back and find me any movie where there's a copy's drunk. He was he was very good, but not irreplaceable. It's like, for example, when you hear all these stories, like Stallone was supposed to be Axel Foley. Like, come on, man, Eddie Murphy is not going to get touched in that role. Yeah. You know? Or Rodney Davis yeah. in Caddyshack, like you can, or Ted Knight in Caddyshack. Like, you can't replace those guys. Bob Hoskins in that role, you can get a bunch of guys to play like a, a, a you know an alcoholic out of down as a detective. All right, All so right. here's my here's my. That's question. an entire genre, this. isn't it? <laughs> we have done this a thousand times on this show. Then I have to ask you, who would you recast as Eddie Valentine? I can tell you one guy. Oh. All right, go ahead. Uh, I would I would cast Clint Howard. <laughs> who framed Roger Rabbit? He's a cartoon rabbit. He murdered. Well, I, I'm just my brother I directing. That, that would have killed the movie. <laughs> I'm just picturing him in the role. Yeah, that's kind of a kind of a creepier Ugh. Eddie Valentine. Is Ron directing? <laughs> I only signed on because he's directing. Do I get the fuck the redheaded cartoon? <laughs> I've creamed my jeans already. Um, I, I, for me, I don't, I don't know who else I would put in that role. To be honest, I thought, I thought Brad. All right, all right, I'm back. I'm back. What's it? So we're asking who should play Eddie Valentine? Yes. You can have a bunch. Of, there's so many different guys. Yeah, like, just in a, your in your mind, based on the character and how Hoskins did it, who would you replace him with? Who would be your? Who is off the top of your head? Who would be the first person you could think of? Oh, John Leguizamo. Oh, why another Super Mario Brothers reference? <laughs> 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 I could, Nick Nolte was the first one that came to mind. Oh, Dennis, yeah. Hopper, Dennis Hopper. Any kind of like grimy, like old white dude with pockmarked face, that's who you can have play this fuck Eddie Valentine. Again, that's a very non-specific role that I think a lot of guys with any kind of talent can play. It's not an original role where the person just, it's like you couldn't have like anyone else play Ace Ventura but Jim Carrey. See what I'm saying? So you can plug in a bunch of those guys, like a, like I said, a Hopper or a Nolte, and they could have played Eddie Valentine and been like, all right, fine, done. I would have recast the shoe with Kevin Costner. With Kevin Costner? Just so he could get dropped into that vat of acid and we would have never had to <laughs> suffer through Field of Dreams. I just feel bad whoa, for the whoa, other shoe. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, That's I nerd. know. I... Bad mouthing Field of Dreams. It's the worst fucking movie in history. Yeah, I hope you fucking get your nuts caught in a fucking tractor trailer, backed over for Field of Dreams is one of the great, is one of the best films. Like how, that's probably one of the best baseball films of all time. Between that and Major League, what Major League, a, yeah. you hate Field of Dreams? 
Oh, it is in no, nowhere near the class of Major League. Well, Field of Dreams is fucking let's, boring. Let's, let's support this motherfucker right now, Trump. Let's go. No, you know what? You know why you like it? Because you live in fucking New York. If you're around corn that much, the last thing you want to see is fucking two goddamn hours of more corn and somebody go, oh, build a baseball field in it. No, build a fucking road out of this goddamn town. <laughs> You heartless piece of shit. It's about his father. Ah, <laughs> fuck his father. I hate Kevin that's Costner. A, hey, that's, a, that's a white person problem. I don't even know my father. <laughs> <laughs> I don't this like Kevin Costner. That's hilarious. <laughs> Yo, so here's here's my here's my negative take on this. How come uh, pretty much the only ghetto in town was where the tunes lived? <laughs> Do you want to know who the black people in the movie were? It was all the tunes. That was the only ghetto in the they movie. They They just trapped all the black people into cartoon characters. Yeah, they turned them into the cartoons. That's what that's how they, that was how they got rid of us. I thought I thought the animation uh, mixed with uh, the the real life actors. I thought that came across really well. It still looks good. But could you really could you really still do that movie like updated nowadays? Like what would be the the classic side cartoon characters? Like you had Daffy Duck in this one. Uh, yeah, see that's it, the deal. Like by setting it by sending it back in the forties, it was an easier to do. Like today you couldn't do it because you'd have what Rick and Morty. Um Power I mean Puff you'd girls. have to Yeah, you, it would be a very weird thing to do with like contemporary cartoons. It, and it kind of in a related way, you kind of had that with Wreck-It Ralph because there were scenes where a lot of different of the uh, of the characters from different video games are all in the same scene. So that you kind of had it there, but that's probably as close as it's ever been since this since since this movie. Yeah, Powerpuff Girls was the one I thought of immediately too. My daughter used to be obsessed <laughs> with that show. That yeah. would, but there's not like I mean, are, is Bugs Bunny stuff? Kevin, does your daughter like does she like Looney Tunes? Does she watch those uh, like the old school uh, cartoons? That's a great question. I'm sure she's two and a half. I'm trying to get her right now. She loves Daniel fucking Tiger and, and Peppa Pig and some Sesame oh, Street. Oh, I want to get her on. <laughs> so I, I have all the Looney Tunes as well. I actually, I literally have the DVD set on my desk right now because I put them on my my office here when I'm uh, doing shit. Uh, but yeah, I, I want to get her on it in a, as soon as possible because that, that's the one of the greatest cartoons ever made. Yeah, absolutely. Like get get her in the Animaniacs. They're still young enough and, and kind of silly enough without all and the crazy. There's back. more craziness towards it. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. But uh, no, yeah, it's it's. I I don't know. Like if you did, I mean, you could probably get away with doing it if you did like the Boondocks. like the eighties. The no. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be who framed that a... blank or how you're it. Usually go to Vic for that part. Yeah. White Jesus, help us all. Ginger Jesus, 2K, help us all. Yeah, Check yeah, out exactly. Ginger Jesus, 2K on help all social all. media. Ginger Jesus, 2K, saving the brown shirts. All right. Uh, so, Vic, who would uh, you have? When, did your kids grow up watching the Looney Tunes? Um, yeah. Like, well, mainly because I'm still a fucking 12 year old. Uh, so yeah, they, they, they were ingratiated with all of that. It's, and obviously the great thing is, is like YouTube and, and all of the, uh, the streaming services made it easy for me to, to have to show them all that stuff. Um, so it's definitely something that they all, they all grew up with and enjoyed. Corey, your daughter. But, yeah, we still have that. We still have that problem of like Powerpuff Girls and that kind of thing. We're actually in their time frame. That was their time frame. So that was one of the bigger cartoon things. But when, when they were little, it was like fucking Caillou, that little ball bastard oh, and God. shit. That's oh my God. Yeah, that, 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 that's long before my time. Thank Christ. I heard he's a fucking twat. That Caillou. Oh, yeah, that fucking Caillou is ridiculous. It's horrible. <laughs> Not as bad as Team Umi Zumi. 
I don't know what that is. Uh, or the, or the Wonder Pets. If you watch Caillou. No, the, but the Wonder Pets are the worst fucking excuse. You're supposed to be like this superhero team, but it's just a fucking uh, a turtle, uh, <laughs> a, a duck with a lisp, and they just fucking help kids get like cereal for their like milk for their cereal and shit. They don't do anything. Listen, listen. Relevant. Here's my here's my line of when I was growing up. All right, Sesame Street, Mister Rogers' Neighborhood, uh, and then when I was older, it was it was nothing but Transformers, GI Joe. Yeah. Thundercats. Uh, He-Man, Ask, Thundercats. Darkwing Duck. Silverhawks. Mouse. I was more on, uh, on um, DuckTales and Darkwing. Dark oh, Eye. yeah. yeah. DuckTales over Darkwing really Duck now, all yeah. day. Remember that used to have that lineup? They used to have that block. It was like oh, DuckTales, yeah. Rescue Rangers. Chippendales, Rescue yeah, Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, was it? Yeah, yeah. All I didn't that. realize I was an adult that one guy's name was Monterey Jack because of a cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I never. I was like, ah, oh, he must be fucking French or something. Well, that, that's like with this movie. There were jokes in this movie that, as a kid, I would have never understood. But hearing them now, I'm like, oh, that's funny. Dude, that's the best thing though. Like, if you go back and watch some of Bugs Bunny, you would be fucking amazed at the shit they were throwing in there. That, right. Like, in in that time, they would have been completely offended by. And like as I grew up and got older and went back and watched some of those things, I was like, "Holy shit! This is some dark crap coming out of these cartoons <laughs> that I never knew was there." Have you <laughs> seen <laughs> you know, the, the World War Two propaganda with the Japanese and the slant eyes? Like, if you watch the fucking DVDs yeah. now, they're like, "Listen, this happened at a time yes. when more more appropriate." Da 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 da. So be understanding that it's going to be a little bit more. Yeah, they put it on the actual like DVD box. Like, hey man, you know when this was from? Yeah, you know what you're going to see. And then this Indiana mother calls in and demands that they remove all of it. Bugs Bunny attacked her. (laughs) But and the good news though, Bugs Bunny and company have turned us on to countless quality classical music pieces. That's true, and Tom and Jerry did too. Fuck Tom and Jerry. Those are for cucks. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, boys, wait, 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 you're going to come on this show and insult Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Watch me. I'll do I'll do it. That whole cartoon was about Tom's father. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever bring up Tom and Jerry. Feel the dream. <laughs> That's the alpha and the omega. Of great. <laughs> My daughter actually asked me the other day. She goes, why does it Tom or Jerry ever talk? And I go, I don't know, like, just, it's not have shit to say. She was like, well, but, but like, I want to know why Tom's because they're making, going they're after- make it skilled. Yeah, because you make it skilled instead of having this, you know, mumble jumble bullshit. What an awful, awful, awful incarnation that was. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the current version of those of that fucking cartoon where uh, they do talk? It's not nope. any better. Wait, they don't. Me. They don't probably have violence anymore, do they? Uh, they do, but it's it's not graphic. <laughs> yeah, man. Back oh. in the day, they were going at each other's throats. Hell yeah. There's bloods and fucking shoot Fucking red hot pokers into each other's eyeballs and shit. Like, yeah, it was, no, it was rough. They don't play these days. It's too, it, they, the kids can't handle it. <laughs> Brad, was there anything that, that you liked? Was there anything you liked about the movie at all? About who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd been listening no, off several dislike. things. Oh, dislike. Dislike? Dislike. dislike. He, uh, Corey, Corey messes up sometimes. We let it be. It's at 20%. I don't, I, not, I mean, honestly, not really. I, I'm not saying it's a perfect movie, but there wasn't. I would feel like I would be kind of nitpicking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing no. stood out. So, so uh, what, were the high, what was the biggest highlight for you, though? 
I, I I I remember as a kid, my favorite scene was the uh, the dueling pianos with Daffy Duck. Oh yeah, that was my favorite scene as a kid, <laughs> oh, yeah. and that I loved it as an adult. Uh, Vic, you? Um, you I like anything else? with baby anything with baby Herman. Like, crack me the fuck up. Yeah, and he's like, I've got a I've got a man's lust in the baby's dinky, and he just yeah. fucking walks off with a fucking cigar. Fucking baby Herman was the shit. I loved him. Kevin, funny, and it's funny by the way too how. Uh, how Kathleen um, Turner sounded f- like okay there, but you get the beginning of the end with her voice. Mm-hmm. Now she sounds like she's a you know a, 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 a hauling fucking lumber across the country, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and getting and fucking tunnel bunnies in Topeka, Kansas at a rest stop. <laughs> <laughs> like that that voice has got polyps and fucking uh, cancer all over. Like oh my god, <laughs> she swallows because it sews her throat. <laughs> Wow, Vic. <laughs> I'm just saying what everyone was thinking, Corey. It's okay. You are now a comedian. Uh, what? Welcome, welcome to depression and anxiety and neuroticism. Oh. It's fun. I, I thought that was just Check me out at the Comedy Zone America. this weekend in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I thought that was just being a black That eight-hour drive is going to be worth $270. I can tell you that right now. Uh, uh, but okay, so we, we're running out of time. Uh, what, what question? Everybody, I want to go around. We'll start with Kevin. If you could only watch two cartoons, you get the entire right. library of the cartoons, but you only get two for the rest of your life. Now, you can't say Looney Tunes. You would have to pick a specific character from Looney Tunes. What two cartoons could you live on for the rest of your life? Kevin, we'll start with you. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. I can only pick a character from Looney Tunes, you're saying? Like, you can't say Looney Tunes and the whole bulk and get, like, everything. If you say so Looney like, Tunes, you get all Every Bugs Bunny character, every Daffy Duck cartoon, you could get that. But you can't say Looney Tunes as a whole. There's uh, just too much. I mean, I would, I would say, I mean, I have to pick one character from Looney Tunes. That's what you're saying, right? Yes. No, 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 if no. Or, or one cartoon. You could say Animania. Let me, let me, yeah. Let me straighten this out for you. What he's saying is, is pick a cartoon, pick any two car, two cartoons. But if you were to say Looney Tunes, it encompasses so many different cartoon characters yeah. that it would, it would be too easy. But if you decide Looney Tunes is one, you'd have to say like, oh, it would have to be Yosemite Sam cartoons or whatever like that. I gotcha. Boy, there are so, I mean, I would say Looney Tunes for sure, but I, I mean, I would listen, there are a bunch I cut out. Like, I cut out every fucking Pepe Le Pew. That was <laughs> I mean, he's, 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 the, he's the original Bill Cosby, let's be honest. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, who the fuck? God, I, I, you gotta go Bugs because there's so much crossover with everybody else. So I'm gonna say Bugs just because Ooh, he has crossover pick. with pretty much everybody. That is a smart pick. Yeah, I mean, I love Roadrunner and, and Wile E. Coyote. I love Daffy Duck, but there's a, the best Daffy Duck ones are when him and Bugs are doing shit together. Mm-hmm. Right. Speedy Gonzalez is great, but if I have to, right, so Bugs is one, uh, and the second is Transformers, uh, and that's it. And the, that, those are the, those are the two. Oh no, I'd specify my friend because there's some pretty shitty Transformer characters. <laughs> well, then obviously, then you don't listen. There's only one Transformers, and that's Gen all. I'm one. G one. That's it. I, I don't yes. acknowledge anything okay. else. Great, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I appreciate your honesty, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> That's because you're smart and pragmatic. That's why. Vic, let me guess: Boondocks and Mammy cartoons. <laughs> Af- no, Afro Samurai. Anything, any, all, all of the, uh, all of the. Uh, um, I'm gonna go with any of the Looney Tunes that had blackface. Uh, no, um, Gen One Transformers. 
Right Gemlin Transformers is absolutely my number one pick in that category. And then Silverhawks. Oh, yeah, was, baby. Oh, Silverhawks reference. Woo. Love that cartoon. I don't oh. care what anybody You got a lesson at the end of every episode. a giant squid in space. Fuck, that shit's awesome. Yuck. What's next? <laughs> Fucking GoBots? Uh, <laughs> Now, we've already established that that was a uh, that was the illegitimate aborted child of Transformers. Oh my Gorg? god, gargoyles! Is that next? You know, what's, you know, actually, I rewatched recently. That's pretty damn good. It still holds up. The Batman animated series. Pretty oh, fucking absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's there's nothing that can be said bad about that as far as that and the film, the 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 Mask of the Phantasm, also pretty fucking. Good. Yeah, but well, did, did you see the DC, killing DC, joke? DC is no, it's not the killing joke. Look, DC is the best company when it comes to making animated movies. Like when it comes down to it, Marvel can't hold a candle. Not the to killing their, joke. They're animated. No, no. Well, I'm just we're talking killing about joke a was fucking awful. Yeah. I don't know why they felt we're the need to have stroke, Batman not, not fuck Batgirl on the roof when that's not even in that's, the Killing Joke yeah. comic. That's my favorite comic book ever. I mean, it's my favorite comic book character, they, and his origin story is he's a failed stand-up comedian. It's the most it's relatable he, thing I've ever read in my entire life. <laughs> Because they needed to have a reason for Batman to really be pissed off that he fucking made her a uh, quadriplegic, a paraplegic. Anyway. You guys must have one hell of a female audience with all this fucking talk about comic books and cartoons and shit, right? <laughs> oh, we're really, yeah, hey, yeah. They're out there, brother. They're out there. Have you ever been to a comic book? Convention? Hi, Samantha. <laughs> they should call this podcast Swimming in Pussy. <laughs> uh, Brad, stop saying cunt so we can't. We, it doesn't yeah, work yeah I, I, I'm, I'm progressing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Corey, you're, you're, what's yours? Well, as soon as Brad asked the question, I knew what to. Uh, one of them is Transformers G1, as you guys have already uh-huh. said. And Mask is my other one. I grew up Mask on... is fucking weak. I love that as <laughs> Wait, a kid, though. The, the, they the made a cartoon about great, Rocky though, Dennis? The car- yes, they did. The toys were great, but the cartoon sucked, though, I got to say. Yeah, they, they they probably did. I would not be surprised. It was bad, it was bad character development. But as a kid at that time frame, I liked watching it. Oh, yeah. I yeah, loved it. It wouldn't have topped my list, though. Try Listen, I, I loved T-Man back in the day, but try watching that now. I watch, watch, <laughs> that shit is boo boy. That is fucking, you know, shivers up your butthole bag. I would run in the house. I would run in the house as a kid, throw my bag down, flip the TV on, and sit the fuck down and watch He-Man. And uh, GI Joe, and I love GI Joe. Like right I'm on. still to this day a big fan of GI Joe. Um, but I like, like you said, like you can watch him and you're going, "What the fuck?" Like watching it now, you're like, "That dude's running around in a loincloth with a pussy fucking ass cat and and a bunch of his buddies." This is ridiculous. I yeah, remember. It's, it's, it's I remember the first time I found out He Man was a cartoon. We had already been playing with the toys for a while, and we came in, turned the TV on, we saw the end credits with just Castle Grayskull in the credits. My friend and I looked at each other and go, what the fuck is that? I thought we you meant so like you, you had seen the cartoon, but you weren't sure if that was like live action uh, or if that was <laughs> animated. No. Uh, no. I had Castle Grayskull and Snake Mountain with that fucking microphone. That was dope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brad, my, what about you? My two would be uh, uh, The Simpsons and Thundercats. All right, fair. Thundercats? Uh, yes. Yeah. The original. That, yeah, that was my favorite cartoon as a kid. Oh yeah, that reboot was some dog shit, wasn't it? Oh, yes, it was. God, it was. Oh, they tried to make him Asian. What the? <laughs> panther was black, okay? And they, well, yeah, he's and a panther and he talks like this. Right. I mean, not like that, but like Vic. <laughs> well, no, not like Vic. Uh, <laughs> like that one black guy we had it on was... the show back then. So I would, I would go Thundercats and Simpsons. Simpsons is just, I, I know people have shat on the past 
15 seasons. I still like it, and I still think it's good, and I still think it's uh, – it's, uh, it's not good. I, I've never missed an episode, never. But, my God, the last, after the film, it's been a steady decline. But they've had their moments. The Waverly Hills uh, episode barely, was good. Barely had their moments. I mean, but they're this is what, 20-something seasons? 20? At least. No, you know what? No, I'm actually going to change that. It's oh. not Simpsons. It's South Park. South Park. South oh, Park, just because of consistency. That show, consistency, this last you season can't was even just, tell okay. when the damn show is going to come on and what order it's going to be in. No, that's true. But it that's takes them like 20 weeks to fucking do one episode, and you're like, so when's Wait, the next episode going to come on? No, yeah. they, Vic, they literally do them in six days. In fact, there was a Netflix special called Six, six days. days to Air, not 20-something yeah, fucking they, weeks they to air. No, 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 no. That's from the time it takes them to make it to the time that it takes them to put it onto, like, on TV. Like, it'll take them six days to make the episode, but the fucking station itself was so inconsistent at actually playing them properly. That's how oh. I went to watch the next episode. Okay, I thought you meant That's like, what killed yeah. that whole thing for me. That that killed the entire show for me. It's like, I was like, when's the next episode coming nah, on? But then the, it would the, fucking come on. It wouldn't be anything to do with the prior episode, even if it was to continue that episode. The Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> stuff they did was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Buckle up, buckaroo. <laughs> that was just in the... Because I thought I was the only person in uh, in the world that acknowledged that, yeah, She's not really a hero because when she was a he, he killed someone. But anyways, happier news. Uh, we are running out of time. Uh, so this is the big wrap up. So it, it survived. It was unanimous. Yeah, it was it unanimous. It goes in the Hall of yeah. Fame, the prestigious Hall of Fame, uh, the actual physical Hall of Fame, TBA. Uh, yeah. TBA is for like, location, mm-hmm. date, and yeah, we're uh, still, funding. We're still working we're on We're working funding, to build one, though. We're going to build that Hall right. of Fame one of these days. So Kevin... Thank you so much. You can check out comics, watching comics. It is available on Amazon Prime. Check it out now, especially if you are a new comedian. You should watch this show because you will be. Uh, have you ever seen the uh, like the the beer dispensing machine where the it fills up from the bottom? Uh, no. It's really cool. You should check it out. It is uh, you they if they have them at arenas and bars and stuff. They put the they put the glass on this machine and it fills the glass up from the bottom. It's a perfect pour every time. It's called Bottoms Up. It's the sponsor of this show. But the inventor, the creator of that uh, machine, uh, Bottoms Up, uh, Josh Springer is a he's trying out stand up comedy. Uh, we'll help him work on his public speaking skills. He's getting really uh, good at it for a newcomer, and he is uh, he is excited to watch your uh, series as well. So we're gonna be promoting the shit out of it on this show. Uh, check it out, comics watching comics. It's available on Amazon Prime right now. And also, what was the name of the podcast? I apologize. The Sportsbook Box Office Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Lips, and all that shit. And we will tweet out links to all of that. So, Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. We sincerely appreciate your time. Uh, this is a lot of fun, mm-hmm. uh, even though you're completely yeah, wrong about Kevin Costner and Field of Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold on. I, 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 hope, I hope you have a nice, comfortable seat next to Osama Bin Laden to hell for <laughs> I actually look great. like his younger version of himself, so that'll be a little weird. We could do the mirror thing. Uh, and also, uh, also, let's make sure uh, to give a shout out to, uh, to Sarge Approved for introducing oh, us. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Oh, and yeah. Congratulate them on their 100th episode. Yes. Yeah. I was supposed to be on that 100th episode, but they fucked up the uh, call. I was like, oh, they yeah, must have too. Corey. They bumped, they bumped their fucking boss at those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> we love them. Sarge, Frenzy, congratulations. Congrats. Uh, it's amazing you guys were able to pull off 100 episodes up there in Minnesota. Minnes- uh, Minnesota. Just, nothing but... Isn't it cute? It's so funny. Like, when I first talked to him, I've talked to him a couple times on their show, 
And like the first like three minutes, I'm like Jesus Christ, that accent's heavy. Go, oh, don't you know, really? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, their bumper for us is fucking like, hilarious. Serious? Like, you could cut that accent with a knife. My God. It's yeah. Like straight hey, man, make sure we use that bumper. Oh for this yeah, show. yeah. You, you, you li- the listeners, you, you can hear their Minnesota accents. Yeah, you heard it at the beginning episode. of the episode. It is. Uh, they are. It's hilarious. They're good people. And uh, thank you yeah. so much for uh, for bringing us amazing guest. Yep. Uh, so watch comics, watching comics. Check out sports book, box office podcast uh, available on iTunes and wherever podcasts are sold. Brad. Yeah, man. Let it. Let okay, everybody know. Real fast. Real fast. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, Comicswatchingcomics.com. You can buy the shirts on there for twenty bucks. Reach out uh, on the via the website. You can get your shirts. Uh, Comicswatchingcomics.com. Go on and see the video. The, the the videos of the panelists. You can also see photos from the live show. Um, so it's Instagram and Facebook is Comics Watching Comics. On on Twitter, it's at Comics Watching, and that's where you vote on your favorite panelists that you want to see come back to the following episode. That was the one thing that's, that differentiates show than from anything else is that we, you, the, the home audience votes on their favorite panelists that they want to see come back to the following episode. So, and then I'm Kevin Goatee. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's a fireman. That is Kevin Goatee. There's a kid. KevinGoatee.com for all my dates. K-E-V-I-N-G-O-O-T-E-E.com and Twitter and Instagram. And that is that. I'm going to go change Peppa Pig now. Guys, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for coming on, Kevin. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks again. All right. right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Brad, let's give your social media before we get out of here. Oh, at BradScottComedy or BradScottComedy.com for links. Vic? Vic? You can find me at MillerKing51 on all social media, and you can find me playing video games on all platforms because I fucking have them all now as Black and Angry. That's B-L-A-Q, the letter N and Angry. And you can find me on Letterboxd and Twitter at NKO Gonzo. Just a side note, if you do follow me on Letterboxd, you can see my little blurbs on uh, all the movies that I'm watching this year, uh, the 365 movies. Oh, yeah. Real quick before we go, thank you for reminding me. Yes, I know. So, Vic... uh, I was talking to him the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, he was so excited to tell me, and he was <laughs> bragging about uh, all the movies he'd watched. And uh, what were you up to at that point? At, and not, maybe not exact number, but as far I as where you were at. I was one ahead at that one point. One ahead, right? Yeah. Right. And I just was like, you do realize you're bragging this much? You're one twelfth of the way through. <laughs> <laughs> way to knock him down. Like, like, yeah, like you're this. Ex- you got eleven more fucking months of this to go, buddy. But yeah. he's doing good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud like, of him. I'm like four ahead right now. Yeah, I said if, as long. I'm all for it. I want you to do this because I would love to hear you just berate the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, he was awesome, yeah. by the way. But yeah, man, I was, I was so intimidated. I was like, this dude hates me. <laughs> but then I, but then I was like. Maybe, well, he hates me. Maybe, but maybe I should try to get on his good side and, and not talk shit about Kevin Costner. But my hatred for Field of Dreams <laughs> and Kevin Costner was too overwhelming. But seriously, I love that show now. Like, I cannot wait tonight. I gotta watch. I gotta watch the NBA games first, obviously. But as soon as that's over with, when I start working on my Ginger Jesus stuff, that's what I'm gonna have rolling the whole time. And I can't wait. It is such a good show. You guys should watch it on Amazon oh, Prime. Yeah. Comics watching comics, uh, and then make sure you check out Sportsbook Box Office Podcast available wherever podcasts are sold. I'm Brad Scott for Corey Miller. Yep. Vic Miller. I do know D-Way. Uh, you're the captain now. Uh, I am the captain. You have been listening to the Showdown Podcast. Uh, Available on Twitter and Facebook at the Showdown Pod. That's right. And uh, 
The song's called Field of Dreams. <laughs> it sounds like shit. Who is it? Bliss and Esso. So for the Showdown Podcast, I'm Brad Scott for Corey Miller, Vic Miller. We're actually going away this time. Who framed it, buddy? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.